Hey, you guys, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm Christy Cooper. I am the owner of Little Doula on the Prairie, and I also have a podcast, Birthing on the Prairies. And so, if you have found your way here, I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. So, welcome. Um, you're on this wonderful journey of birth as somebody supporting a birther during this transformative time. It's essential to create a respectful and nurturing birth space. Here are some guidelines to help ensure a positive birthing experience. And so again, if you are here, odds are you're an additional support person. You're the partner, you are the grandma, you're an auntie, you're a sister, you're a friend, you're a whoever you are. You're coming into the birth space. And so if this birther, your birther in your life has sent this to you, she needs you just to kind of like check in with yourself to make sure that you are ready to enter the birth space with her. And so let's get started. So first things first, we need to respect personal space. So this is a great conversation to have with your birther going in. What are her comfort levels? What are they hoping to feel during their experience where are their boundaries and so little things entering the birth space let's knock on the door when we softly enter into this birth space we're speaking softly we're asking permission before we're touching their body and offering any sort of suggestions um, we really need you to respect the boundaries and comfort levels of the birther who is doing all this really hard work bringing this baby here Next thing, we're going to be very mindful of our language. We're only going to be using positive, encouraging, and empowering words to uplift the person who is birthing. She, they are going through all of the things that they are going through to make space in their body, stay breathing, doing all the things. And so I always tell my clients, nobody in the space is ever allowed to give up on the mom. The mom is going to be going through her own roller coaster of self-doubt throughout this journey of hers. And it's up to us to just hold space for that. We can't save them. We can only make space for them. And it's really important for them and their postpartum healing journey, how they were treated in the birth space. So if you're someone who goes in there and is like, oh man, Christy, I don't know if you can do this. You look like you're really tired. I don't think you're going to have enough energy to push your baby out. I think that it's best that you get an epidural. I think that, I think, I think, I think. If you're saying anything that says like, I think, <laughs> just kind of check in with yourself and just be like, is it going to be better for me if she does these things, or is it going to be better for her? And so be really mindful with that language as you're going through these things. Um, we're avoiding negative or fear-inducing vocabularies. Um, do not talk or ask questions during contractions. Like, if, you're, if there's anything to take home, take home with this little workshop, I feel like that's like the biggest thing. People who are birthing Generally, once we're in like deep active labor and doing the hard, dirty, sweaty work of birth, they do not have the capacity to breathe through a contraction, stay soft, make space, stay grounded, and answer the question that you are giving to them. 
it's just, it's going to throw their whole game off. And so please save questions until between contractions. Um, if you're in a space where, say we're in a hospital and maybe there's some nurses or a doctor or an anesthesiologist who is asking a question to her, um, just again, make space for her. Hey, uh, I just noticed that they are in a contraction right now. So like, as soon as that's done, we'll get back to you. Just give us one more minute. Next thing, we're going to maintain a calm atmosphere, <laughs> which like sounds easier. Like I can do that. Anyone can do that. But if you are coming in and you are loud, if you are distracting, and you may not even notice it, you might be like, oh, I'm being very quiet, but I'm so hungry. I'm going to go eat a bag of goldfish in the corner. Okay, cool. You are. You're being very, you think you're being very, very, very quiet, except like the crinkling of the bag, the crunching of the crackers, um, talking to someone else in the birth space. Like we really need to come down and read mom at her level. If they are a beat, high vibing, and just like chatty and doing all the things, we can kind of meet them at that level. Um, but if they are so inside themselves and just inward, we really need to match them. So Try not to have crunchy, smelly snacks in the room, encouraging peaceful ambiances by speaking softly and minimizing any unnecessary disruptions. Clearing energy in the birth space. Oh my goodness. This is like, again, a huge understated factor of like what needs to be done when people enter a birth space. So it's important to acknowledge that fears and anxieties can be felt in the birthing space, especially from birthing support individuals. As you enter the room, please take a moment to clear any sort of negative energy and concerns that you may be carrying. And here's a few suggestions um, on what we can do to clear that energy out um, before you enter that birth space. If you are holding a lot of energy and all these things, if honestly, even before we enter the birth space, like I'm talking when you first find out you're going to be a support person for someone's birth, I really need you to take a deep dive into yourself and be like, what am I scared of? Am I carrying anything into this birth? What do I need to do ahead of time? To clear that out. Um, so if we haven't done any of that kind of deep work and you just find yourself at a birth and they're like, get in there, she needs you or something like that, here's what we're going to do. So deep breath. We're going to take a big deep breath. Take a few of them. Center yourself and release any tension or anxiety. Inhale positivity, exhale any negativity. And like, I know that sounds like maybe a hippy dippy to a little amount of people here. But like, honestly, take that deep breath. This isn't about you. This is all about them. This is about the birther. This is about welcoming a baby. And whatever you kind of have bringing in with you, it kind of just has to stay there. We are protecting their space. And hopefully, we've done enough work ahead of time that you aren't storing any trauma or getting trauma yourself through this experience. But again, let's start with some few 
deep breathing before we head in there. Next thing, affirmations. Now, this isn't for everybody, but again, if we haven't done any work with ourselves before we enter a birth space, I feel like affirmations can be really amazing. So we're taking a few deep breaths and we're repeating positive affirmations silently or out loud to help shift our mindset. So I am a source of strength and calmness. I radiate love and support for the birthing experience. If you are, if your affirmations are like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I here? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm scared. I'm all these things. If that's where your brain is initially running to, please, 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 please do that work for yourself so you can show up for that birthing person when they need you. They need, they invited you into this space for a reason. So do that back end work to show up for them wholly. Okay. So I am a source of strength and calmness. I radiate love and support for this birthing experience. Okay. Those are just some examples. You can, you can hit old Pinterest and find a whole bunch of affirmations, but like, this is a great spot to start visualization. Okay. So we're breathing, we're saying beautiful things about ourselves, and now we're going to start visualizing. Close your eyes for a moment and visualize a serene and harmonious birth space. Imagine any worries and fears being swept away and replaced by an atmosphere of peace and love. Okay. Again, I know the community I'm serving. I know this may not be your jam. You're like, Christy, what are you talking about? I am not into visualization. And so like, I want you just to kind of like take that for what it is and replace that with something that does feel good for you. Okay. So like, if it's not visualization and like imagining like water coming and sweeping those things away or like a wind coming and sweeping those things away, you do you. Okay. But like sometimes just making that picture in your brain is really going to help make that happen for you. Now we're going to do a physical release. Okay. So we're breathing, we're saying good things, we're visualizing all the bad stuff going away, and now we're going to physically release some stuff. So we're shaking out any tension in our body, um, we're stretching, we're gently moving to release any built up energy that helps create a more relaxed and grounded presence. You do you. Okay. If you need two seconds to take a walk before you jump in there and start supporting this person through this transformative experience that she's going to remember for the rest of their life, yes, please take a minute to go do what you need to do to be that person for her. So after that, we're going to just remember, remember by clearing out your own energy you're going to create a calm and supportive environment for your birthing person. Your positive energy will contribute to their overall birthing experience and promote a sense of safety and empowerment. Okay. So onwards, privacy matters. Oh my gosh. Equally important. Please know that it is a complete privilege that you are coming into the birth space anyways and you need to respect the privacy of this person. So respect the birther's need for privacy. 
only invite individuals who are trusted and pre-approved by the birther to enter any birth space. Do not post anything on social media. Do not post anything of the birth on social media. Do not share any news with outside family who aren't in that birth space. Do not do anything without consent. Consent is so huge. I have driven it into these families I'm working with, how important consent is. And you coming into that space as also adhering to the consent of the family. So if you do not have any permission to post anything, share anything with even the family, you got like an auntie knocking down your wall, bless her heart. But like, she's going to have to wait for those, that family to make that news yourself or wait for an appropriate time for, to obtain that consent. So you could do those things. We're going to limit electronic devices. So minimize the use of phones, cameras, or any other electronic devices that may cause distractions. Focus on the birthing process and create a mindful atmosphere. Do not take phone calls in the birth space. Um, again, this is kind of going back to that atmosphere. So if you are busy on your phone, if you are answering calls, if you are doing text messages, you're not paying attention to the birther, they're going to feel that energy of this person does not deem me important enough to put that phone down. And so now I feel not supported, not loved, and fear is going to creep up. The stress hormones are going to start pumping and we need those stress hormones to not be around so we can really let that oxytocin production take off so this birth doesn't stall out for any reason. And so limiting electronic devices is a huge vibe that we need to stick with. Obviously, time and place for everything. Okay, yes, absolutely. You have to take that important call. Please find someone to fill your space. Say you are hip squeezing and all of a sudden you get this important phone call that you need to take, then we are going to go ahead and just let them, let someone else come in and take your place so they she has support for the next hip squeeze or someone to pass them water while you're out of the room for those few minutes. Um, offer support. So again, trying to stay off of any devices and we are going to be offering support. So when we're very present, we are going to have that capacity to offer more support. So we're being attentive and present, using our intuition, providing emotional support when needed. Uh, we're going to be following the birther's lead and offer reinsurance for encouragement. If you're not sure what to do first, if you're like, uh, 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 what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Again, we're really, really, really going to have to dive into that intuition inside of yourself and kind of move forward from there. So we are, again, doing a lot of this work pre the birth. So we're off, we're going through different things, what they might like. Do they like physical touch? Do they like water? Do they like cold cloths? Do they want essential oils? Do they want... There's a whole list of things we can be doing for them. And so prenatally, it's really important to kind of go through that list so we can ensure that we are hitting the things that this birther sounds most excited to be trying. So if you know your birther hates physical touch 
and you come rocking in and contractions trying to like rub their shoulders and rub their back, it's probably not going to be their vibe. So that's why it's important, again, to do this prenatally stuff um, to do it. Again, I retell everyone, if you're not sure, look at your doula, look at your midwife, look at the nurse and be like, do you think she would like this? If they give you like the thumbs up, like go for it. But like wait till the next contraction. Don't try it in a new one. <laughs> so again, we're letting the, that person have the space in that contraction. And then when that contraction ends, that's when we open up conversation pathways again to get that going. Important concepts to understand. Okay, these are all very important things as anybody entering the birth space needs to get a hold of. You need to get okay with bodily functions, okay? Uh, we make no judgments in her choices. We make sure they feel safe, happy, and love. We learn how to follow their cues. We help tune into their instincts, emotions. They're going to run high. Your person might be supporting, might hit their personal limit with emotional and physical stress, and they may yell at you. They may scream at you. They might swear at you. They may ask you to even leave the birth space. I would respect what they're saying. Don't take it to heart. Don't take it too personal. They're literally just trying to survive that contraction, and you are kind of just the safest person to release that on. So I know it sucks in the moment when they're like, <laughs> don't talk to me. Like, you know, they're just kind of like snap. But I want you to also take that as like a compliment of like, you are their safest person in that room and they only feel safest kind of unleashing that that um, onto you. And so just know that... Um, If you find yourself not able to cope with any of these concepts, I ask that you find a quiet space out of the birthing space. Take a moment, reflect, collect yourself, and when you're ready, come back into the birth space. So incredibly important. So like if you get in there and you start smelling poop, puke, Urine, amniotic fluid, blood, if any of those things just aren't your vibe, again, I need you to get okay with that. There's all of those things are probably going to show up at some point in time in this birth. Um, there's going to be a time where they ask for maybe some pain medication where they like tried to drill it into your head prior to the birth where they're like, I don't want an epidural. I don't want any pain medications and blah, 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 blah. No matter how hard I ask for it, don't let me get it or something like that. I understand that you're like, okay, this is my role. This is what I'm supposed to do. I need to protect her wishes. But sometimes wishes change. And so again, we're just protecting that experience because we don't want birthers suffering. There's a difference between pain and suffering. Pain is a welcomed normal in childbirth. It's pretty hard to escape. We have to welcome it. It's a, it has a purpose, purposeful, purposeful pain we can deal with. But when that purposeful pain becomes something we are unable to manage anymore, it becomes on the tipping point of suffering. And so we also don't want that. So please 
look at the kind of big picture of what's going on in the space that that's happening if they start asking for things and just make space for flexibility and just holding space for them. Ask questions. What are the benefits? What are the risks? Are there any alternatives? Um, Again, making sure they feel loved and safe and happy. That's incredible. That's going to protect her oxytocin, learning how to fully recuse. Uh, She might have wanted all those massages and stuff, but all of a sudden in that birth space deep in labor land, she hates them. And we're just going to welcome that. Okay, cool. Pivot. Let's move on to the next thing. How can we help her next? Um, And again, if you find that you need to make space, look at the nurse, look at the midwife, look at the doula and be like, I just need a minute. Cool. I love that. And I respect that. Please go ahead, go for a walk, get a snack, come on back, refueled and refreshed to support um, your birthing person. Following instructions. So we're going to respect the birther's plan and any instructions from the healthcare provider, avoiding making decisions on behalf of the birther unless specifically requested in any case of an emergency. Um, Again, prenatally, I hope that you're working with this mom enough to know exactly what they want and need out of their birth. Um, Sometimes things are going to come up in a birth where maybe there is a little bit of a medical emergency. It's okay to make space and ask questions. Um, Again, I know it says here, any instructions from a healthcare provider. Obviously, a lot of these things still need consent. So that's a great way for you to kind of advocate for your birther. Hey, I hear you saying that we need to do this. Do you need consent for that? Is there any benefits? Is there any risk? Is there any alternative? So again, making space for conversation with these things. Um, I really try hard again with all my clients to hit them with the tools, how to open up conversations with healthcare providers. I do not believe coming in there guns blazing and just like firing off like not being cooperative with them. I believe that a good relationship with healthcare providers can benefit us in more ways that are going to benefit us than negatively if we come in being jerks. So obviously time and place for everything. Sometimes we got to come in and make those big calls and make those big feelings happen to protect the birth space. But again, prenatally, if we can kind of go through all of this stuff ahead of time, so we don't have to give that buzzkill birth vibe in the room. Um, We're going to help maintain cleanliness. Um, So again, if you're at home, if you're doing a home birth or even at a hospital, birth center, wherever you're at, Help keep the birth space clean and tidy. Birth, being birth, is unpredictable at any point in time. So if, say, all of a sudden we need a lot of hands on deck, it's really nice to have the space consistently put together enough that, like, if something were to happen big, boom. We don't have to waste any time picking up all the garbage off the floor, taking all the blankets off the ground, like, you know, just that kind of stuff. So... Disposing of any trash promptly and follow the facilities or homeowners' expectations of cleanliness. So um, if you notice that there's some 
dirty towels on the floor. Maybe go throw that in the hamper. So it's just one step closer to being done. If you notice some garbage on the floor, pick that up, throw it in the garbage. And so we can just maintain that cleanliness. Again, making a clean space in the birth space. I'm not talking like bust out Mr. Clean here and like mop a floor, but like just make that split, that space clean and tidy enough that you can maintain a like a mental cleanliness as well and just let yourself be present in that birth remember creating a peaceful and respectful birth space is critical and crucial for the birther's comfort and well-being by following these guidelines you will contribute a positive and empowering and memorable birth experience for your birther and so as this wraps up, if you feel like you need more additional information on how to be a more present and more invested birth partner, please come on back. Um, I will be offering a empowered partner birthing workshop, um, which will be free to all of my clients, but um, I am opening that up for all of you guys as well. So I'm so excited for you guys to be here investing in this birth, investing in this mom and her experience. And so just thank you again for coming by, listening and learning. Um, feel free to hit me up at any point in time. Again, my name's Christy Cooper with Little Duel on the Prairie. My phone number is here and you can always follow me on Instagram, Facebook at Little Doula on the Prairie. And if you're interested in listening into even more podcasts, um, head on over to Birthing on the Prairies on Instagram, and that will take you over to all the recorded episodes. Thank you once again, and I'm so excited for you to enter this birth space. And by listening to this birth etiquette, I know you're going to be the most beautiful support for this mom. <laughs>